Hi, this is Mary Jo Tinlin, and today we welcome back Florence Ann Romano, the Windy City Nanny. She's going to talk to us about separation anxiety now that things are starting to open back up, not just for your kids, but also for you. So enjoy the show, and here is Florence Ann Romano. Hello, this is Mary Jo Tinlin from Teaching Your Toddler, and today we welcome back Florence Ann Romano. We're so excited to have her back on the show today, and she's going to tell us a little help your child readjust now that things are starting to open up a little bit more, and maybe you're having a little bit more time away from your child. How are we going to, um, how are we going to deal with that? So Florence Ann, welcome back to the show. Thanks so much for coming on. I'm thrilled to be back with you. So good to hear your voice. Oh, you too. Thank you. So tell us, um, as things are starting to open up, as summer's coming, you know, there's lots of activities that are starting to happen. I heard this weekend was like a blockbuster for movies because people are like dying to get out. But, you know, that comes along with some things that uh, that means that you're away from your child. So tell us a little bit about what you're, you're hearing and seeing with that. It's funny because I think we think of the children having separation anxiety, but then I look at the parents and they're like, wait a second, I think I might be having some separation anxiety <laughs> from the kids here. Exactly. Uh, you know, it's funny. I was just talking to a friend of mine this morning and she's a new mom and her, her sister had come in uh, to visit her from the UK and they hadn't seen each other in almost two years. I mean, that's how long it's been. And so, um, you know, she was just saying, I can't believe we've been doing this for as long as we have. I think we've forgotten it really has been as long. And when you think of these parents who've been home with their kids and working from home and kids were taken out of school and taken out of daycare, and now we're, you know, going back to, you know, a lot of normalcy here. We never thought the day would come. Um, But that's coming with some feelings that no one really was expecting. And um, the parents right now, I think, feel like, am I prepared to, to transition back to this normalcy? Are my kids ready to be away from me? Am I ready to be away from my kids? And so instead of hiding the fact that you might be nervous about it or your kids might be nervous about it, it's good to communicate about that, that things are changing, but to also promote the excitement of the change, but also feel comfortable talking talking about that it brings up different emotions and you shouldn't be feel ashamed that it does you know you have been used to a certain way for a while and some of those things were were positive you know i know a lot of parents wanted to pull their hair out you know working at home with their kids you know going to school and remote learning and all of that but one thing i hear parents telling me all the time is but i'm never going to get that time back now where i got to see them wake up in the morning or take them to school or have lunch with them or you know these little things that happened that weren't part of the day to day before just because it logistically didn't work um so right now i think the communication part with your children children is super important to prepare them for whatever that next step is going to be going to summer camp or you know mom or dad going back into the office and not being around all day or a nanny coming into the home or daycare i think it's important to prepare absolutely so what are some of the things that you can do like you said talk to them um are there are there activities or things that you recommend that parents do to sort of ease them into it or is there anything like that 
reminding them of the fun I think they used to have is an important part. I think we've all forgotten that socializing can be fun when we're not all terrified, you know, that someone's going to be catching COVID. You know, Mm -hmm. kids, I think, have forgotten, you know, that, you know, they had fun with their friends. They, you know, they were uh, enjoying themselves. They liked being social. I think parents have forgotten that, too. They forgot what date night was like or moms forgot what hanging out with their girlfriends was and, you know, going out for a glass of wine or something. You know, I think we've forgotten, you know, all of those societal norms that we had for so long. And we've forgotten that we can be excited about it, that we can look forward to getting back to it. And it's okay to separate from our family and our kids. So the reminder of what life used to look like before and the feeling that gave you, I think talking about that and being as specific as you can with your kids about the things that they've missed that they get to go back to and kind of painting the picture for them uh, is is a very good way of motivating, but also reintroducing routine. Uh, I always tell parents, you know, you are used to the summertime and everything's a little bit easier and you don't really have the routine and you're going to bed later and it's just waterlogged kids every day. And, you know, then you have to start transitioning back into the school year. And a lot of parents, and what I recommend too, is that probably the week or so before you start school, you start getting back into some sort of routine, you know, bedtimes and maybe not so willy nilly with all the indulgences and all of those things. Um, So the kids can get used to it. And so can you. I feel like that's a very similar routine that you're going to be applying here, you know, kind of transitioning out of COVID where you are going back to some sort of routine. You're going back to some sort of normalcy that they remember. Um, And so applying those, you know, transitioning from summer to to uh, to school rules, I think apply right now when you're transitioning from COVID to a post-COVID world. Exactly. Oh, wow, that's that's really interesting to think about. And isn't it amazing that within just a little over a year, we lost that almost, right? Like we have right. to we have to consciously think about that as as parents and as people, really, too. Like you were right. saying, to be able to reconnect with our our spouse or whomever and and our friends and and just remember, oh my gosh, we used to go to this, we used to do this, we used to do these things as a family, too. You know, exactly. And I and and I think that. The fear over all of it, and, and and understandably so, we didn't know what we were dealing with. And even people now, even with the CDC saying you can rip off those masks and do your thing now, you know, being vaccinated, you know, people are still afraid. You know, they're they're st- they're like, hold on a second, it changed overnight, and I don't know if I was ready. You know, to, you know, do I trust it? And so it's going to take some time. And I think that that's also an important note is that right now, as you are transitioning into this normalcy, you have to decide what feels good for your family, what feels right for you. And you can take your time figuring that out. I'm not telling everyone to kind of dive in, you know, head first to it. You know, you, you, you can feel out the situation, but also remembering that we aren't supposed to live in a COVID world. You know, the, the way we've been living for the last year plus is not how it's supposed to be. And we all during the, these past, you know, this past year and a half have been waiting for this moment where the light was at the end of the tunnel. And here we are kind of all about to step into the light and we're a little afraid to do it, you know? So I don't think everyone was necessarily prepared to for that 
anxiety part, anxiety factor, I suppose, um, of, of reentering society. So there are different levels of that anxiety, I think, and the overwhelming feelings attached to it, which is why, again, communication and talking about how you're feeling and as much pre- as much prep as you can put into these moments is important and allowing yourself the grace too to figure it out you know going back to work going back to the actual office and you know having the nanny come back in the home or sending your kids to daycare or, or them going to camp or whatever it might be uh these are transitional moments for everyone involved and if you're not handling it you know with a smile on your face and clicking your heels and you know into the sunset that's okay you're allowed to have you know other feelings than joy attached to it um and and i think being patient with yourself and being patient with your children as you learn to transition back is also equally as important. That is really, it's really interesting. And I think it's an important point to, to talk to your kids about, because you're right, we have been waiting for this. This is not normal. It's not normal to live with a mask on our faces. Right. And, and, and right. so it's really good what you said about, you know, we need to make sure that they understand this is what the world is supposed to be like, Rem- you know, even if they don't remember, because a lot of, you know, these little people, maybe they've been, they, this has been like maybe half their life, exactly. you know, for, for a toddler, it could have been almost their half their life that they had to, at least if they weren't wearing one, they certainly saw everyone else wearing one. Right. right. Um, and so that, that's a, that's a big adjustment. I think I've noticed that a lot of adults have shed the mask around where I live, but a lot of kids still are wearing them. And I think the reason parents are doing that is because they may be vaccinated, but they know the kids aren't, you know, after uh, you know, right. obviously, mm-hmm. you know, 12 and under are not able to do that yet. So I think they're more concerned about other people and are they going to be an irresponsible adult if they're allowing their child not to have the masks on. And that becomes a whole other controversial topic. You know, mm-hmm. I the kids are going to go back to school in just a few months. And I really do believe we, we have to take the masks off these kids for school. You know, we this whole herd immunity, unless anyone doesn't want to admit to it, that's what we're doing right now. That's mm-hmm. exactly what this is. And, you know, we do have to get our kids back in school without those masks on because we all the studies came out during COVID about how detrimental it was to kids that they weren't able to see each other's faces and how it was affecting their learning and how it was affecting um, their their mental health. And and I do think that we we are going to have to rip the Band-Aid off and in this case, I guess, rip the mask off in 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 at some point um, mm-hmm. and and trust that, you know, science is telling us what to do and that we are going to have to go back to normal um, and that we understand that, you know, it's our job as adults to protect ourselves. But, you know, children, um, you know, they're the one they're the ones with those great immune systems who are able to handle it, you know. But if I think if we as adults are doing what we're supposed to be doing, if you can and it's not a, this is not a PSA for vaccination, I think you have to do what's right for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, eventually, you know, we are going to have, we are going to have to get back to normal. And if this is the first step of us getting there, then, then we all have to try to do it, even if it takes us a minute, but we do have to try to do it. I think for our kids sakes, especially in terms of education, uh, there were a lot of developmental setbacks with those masks for these mm-hmm. kids. And we mm-hmm. have to give them the chance now to, to move forward. Mm-hmm. Well, that's interesting. Uh, um, yeah, I, I, I think that's, 
one of those things that we won't even know what these the effect of this is for quite a while, right? And we don't, and we won't know. And 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 that's um, the scary part about it, I think. And that's also an anxiety-inducing uh, thing for mm-hmm. some parents is we don't know. And I think we're already seeing uh, from kids, you know, now that they're, they're, they are having reactions to what they've experienced over the past, you know, year and a half. And um, there will be catching up in school that they're just not going to be able to do. There, you know, there are going to be things that fell through the cracks. And, you know, life is all about the things you can control and can't control. And I think we learned that that lesson, at least I feel like I learned that lesson in a big way uh, during COVID that, you know, I- I'm going to have to just allow certain things to have fall- fallen to the side. Mm-hmm. Um, and you pick up the pieces later. Um, but what we can control, and I think at this point is allowing our children to have the education that they should have, that they deserve to have, and are are given the opportunity to thrive. And, uh, you know, school is the place that they need to do that. And so um, I, I'm hope very hopeful that across the board, we're going to see everyone go back in person this fall, and hopefully they have those masks off. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I really liked how you said, you know, you we need to give ourselves time and grace and figure it out on our own pace. And, you know, as people, you know, some people aren't going to be comfortable. Some people are, are perfectly comfortable. And I think we all just need to remember that we're all at different places, right? Exactly. And that and that's why, again, it's not me shaming the people who aren't ready to take those masks off necessarily. I mean, I'm one of those people who's still like around certain people. I'm like, I think I'm just going to throw this on real quick. Um, but I, you know, just not sure. Um, mm-hmm. I'm fully vaccinated and all of that. But again, you know, allow yourself the opportunity to, to you know, tip, dip your toe into the water and get used to it. I think people forget and I do this too, that it's like, it's like, you know, Mary Jo, it's like when you have the flu and you feel like I am never going to feel better ever again. I feel <laughs> so terrible. I forget what it feels like to be healthy. And then you do get healthy again. And then you go back to your life and you're like, oh yeah, you know, I, I forgot all about having the flu or it wasn't so bad. I think that's eventually what's going to happen to all of us with this too, is eventually enough time will pass where it's like, wow, yeah, we all got through that. But now we're, you know, back to our lives and you know, COVID will probably always be a part of it in some way, shape or form. COVID will probably always exist, but it's going to be a virus that's manageable, just like flu doesn't kill people the way it did before, you know? And so Mm -hmm. I think it's us having to look back sometimes in order to move forward to realize that we as a country have survived a lot of things and that we did get through something incredibly difficult. That's like a once in a century problem that we would have. We lived through something historical. And so eventually we will go back to normal life, just like, you know, everyone else had to go back to it after they went through these, you know, enormous uh, traumas and, and, you know, uh, you know, seismic, um, you know, consequences to these, you know, things they couldn't control in life, you know, it, it just like we have to look back sometimes in order to give us, I think, the hope that we're going to survive it and be able to move forward. At least that's what it was like for me during COVID, looking mm-hmm. back on everything, thinking, well, eventually it's going to have to go back to normal and maybe every day that goes by or one day closer to it. Absolutely. And that's just the way it goes. Yeah, 
Yeah, no, it's it's that's an interesting point about, you know, when you're when you're sick or when you hurt, you know, when you hurt your foot or something and you think, oh, my gosh, I took walking for granted or I took right. being healthy for granted. Right. And so now once you are healthy again, it's like, oh, my goodness, I, you can stop and appreciate that a little bit. So. Um, all right. Two more questions for you. One, uh, are there any other sort of uh, uh, tips or um, ideas that you have specifically for parents? Because you're right. I mean, they've been with their kids so much and often times these little people are so small this was this was a gift that they got um how do how do parents specifically is there anything else that you can decide or that you could give us um about that i would say start practicing the separation this is for you and for them you know bring that babysitter back maybe that you haven't had in a while and you know you go and you run some errands or you go on a date night or you go see your girlfriends or whatever it might be and, and start practicing that separation so the kids do get used to being with someone other than you and you get used to being without them uh, and i think that that's a nice way a soft way to transition and it will be less cold turkey for everybody involved if you start weaning uh, so start trying that now and and I, I guarantee you it, it will it won't feel so abrupt when the moment comes <laughs> I like that less cold turkey that's yeah. great and my last question is just about you like what else uh, what else do you have going on and what else do we need to know about you well, I am working on my second book, um, which I'm very excited about, and it's going to surround the topic of the village and how important the village is and how you build that village. Uh, and I think I learned during COVID that uh, everyone could relate to one thing, and that was knowing what it felt like to have your village taken away from you in so many forms. And so I really wanted to spend some time dissecting the village. Uh, and figuring out what's a what's a way to explain it to people um, that can help them, you know, give them the tools to actually build their village and be very, um, very thoughtful about how they're building their village. And so I'm looking forward um, to continuing working on that. Oh, that's amazing. That's that sounds fascinating. I hope we can have you back on and talk about that once that comes on. And I would love uh, to. Yeah, we'd love to hear that. Great. Excellent. Well, thank you again so much. I will make sure that we leave in the show notes how people can find you, of course. And uh, I do appreciate you coming back on the show. So thanks again. Always a joy. Thank you. Absolutely. Bye-bye. Bye. This has been the Teaching Your Toddler podcast with Mary Jo Tinlin. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope you'll find us on our website at www.teachingyourtoddler.com, as well as on Facebook at Teaching Your Toddler, on Instagram, and on Twitter at Teaching Toddler. So join us again, and I hope you have a wonderful week. Thank you so much. <music>